greetings, Flesh Wound Horror. And welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. Joined by producer Todd. Good evening. We are live from California tonight. Live from sunny Hollywood, California tonight. And uh, we got some movies for you. And uh, yeah. So patrons and people that join right when we start are in for a treat. Because uh, you get... You get the direct. You get the the. What do we call it? The the Todd cut. Well, it would be the producer's cut. Obviously, goddamn it. Okay, producer's cut. So if you were listening the whole time, you got the producer's cut with bonus material. If not, go get on Patreon because yes, you always you always get the, uh, the messed up edition on Patreon. So so there you go. But anyways, might be repeating myself a little bit, but we've had. An awesome day so far. We we ate at Machetes, uh, where I got that giant, giant taco. Twenty-five inches of taco. Twenty-five inches of taco. That's what she said. Um, yeah. As it long was, as she doesn't have twenty-five inches of taco, I think we're okay. Hey, if that's what you you're into, that's fine. Oh no, 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 don't you do that. We'll say sorry. 25 inches of taco. I bet that's not taken. That's never been used in an adult film. So, uh, so yeah, we did machetes. We already saw a bunch of movies, which uh, some of which we'll be reviewing. Which is why we're talking about all four theatrical movies we've seen. That's right. All four uh, theatrical films that we got to check out. We'll get to. Well, and one bonus. Oh, yeah. And one bonus. One wasn't. And yeah, very excited. It's a interesting mix of films tonight we've got naughty massage parlors we've got liam neeson being liam neeson uh we got i don't know he's got a little, well we'll say <laughs> yeah yeah but we'll kick it off with a horror film but uh guys just so you're aware we will shortly have something that you guys might want to help us out with uh because it's what what can i say todd i'll let you tease it well so i mean i, I haven't said anything up yet but um i don't know we're trying to to fund dan to get hood approved so we're working on it okay so we, we need help to get dan on the la hood tour too la hood tour too so, so yeah they take you in an in an armored vehicle around like i guess the worst parts of la right don't come off why is it got to be the worst? Because it's the hood? No, you said the most dangerous. I didn't say the most dangerous. I just said the Okay, well, so, yeah, all right, fine. There's no bars on the Friday, the Friday house's windows, so. Ah, uh, okay, but that's the area you can get out, right? That's the, the area they let you get out. So you saw us at the Halloween house and a lot of that stuff last time. You get to see us at the Friday house this time maybe we're working on it we're, we're seeing who can go um not a cheap trip tour <laughs> it's not a cheap tour so yes so we're gonna beg <laughs> we're gonna beg we've never begged before uh so we're gonna try and make that happen what else we got going on here in in uh hollywood uh, is gonna stay out in the conference i might try and film myself on the dance floor we're still going clubbing um the ladies love the hat out here i've been swatting them away like flies they won't stay away from todd's house 
motherfuckers. They try and get in. You got to spray them. You know, it's the hat. They don't see hats like this in, in Hollywood. Are you, Dan, you ever start calling you out? This motherfucker rolled up to the car with an Indiana Jones satchel to match his hat. Son of a bitch. The Indiana Jones satchel is true, but here's the thing. <laughs> my brother borrowed my normal airport bag, and he didn't have it. So I didn't have it. So I had to take the Indiana Jones satchel. That is had true. To. I had to. What a, You can't bring another suitcase. It's got to go underneath the seat. So, yes, I, that's fine. It was pre-shitty Indiana Jones, so that was fine. It was, I short, no it was short round on it? Did I miss that? Uh, short round was not on it, but yeah, I believe it had the, uh, it had something with that movie on there. I think okay. it was just for the three. I think that oh, bag okay. predates. Okay. I'll, I'll allow it even if we have that shit. Yeah. yeah. And yes, Cliff, oh. Benny Hill music. We can, we can throw that on Patreon. Maybe that's, we just got to forget I, I, Patreon to dub all of the, the fuck ups with Benny Hill. We can make that happen. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's been an awesome trip so far. We've got uh, we got some more movies coming. What else are we doing? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be with Pugs tomorrow. Pugs tomorrow. So tomorrow, keep an eye on the channel because uh, we, we might we we I think we're gonna go out to the cafe, so we might have some some car videos. Yes, yes, and some of our stuff, as some of you are aware. Cannot be shown on YouTube, so we'll have that for you too. Some of our stuff, which stamp stories on the. That's not. It's it's not just me. I learned what a strawberry was today. All of this lingo. All of this lingo. There's so much lingo. <laughs> he did. I can't remember which one of you, but they were like, "Look, it's a strawberry," that and was I was me. a little bit confused because, you know, you're pointing to, I think a woman. And I didn't know what a strawberry was. So. My LA people, my LA nineties people. Fuck. Okay, care. I've never heard strawberry before <laughs> in any of the classic hood movies, so I I didn't know what strawberry meant. But um, yeah, so I don't know. You'll get all the all sorts of random shit like this on. We're finally gonna get Patreon. Hope, hopefully, Dan can get his Compton ball. I don't mean the actual. Compton ball cap. What is that? Is that don't like, you remember you? We it was invented on the on our tour of L.A. Is that like an anal thing? I can't remember what. What's a guys, Compton ball if cap? If you guys remember what we settled on for that, I don't know. Cliff was there. I know Ben was there, so we'll figure it out. I know Mike's doing the Compton ball cap down in Liverpool. Uh, I don't know this, what it is. At this point, I think we need to focus. And get to our first film of the night. All right, we'll get to the movies. You know, I got to send one of these into a distributor. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just hope the distributor doesn't know what a Compton ball cap or a strawberry is. I'm sorry. I'm learning things every day. But we'll kick it off with our first movie of the evening, our horror film from director Laura Moss, Birth Rebirth. In this film... A morgue technician successful biological materials from pregnant women. When the girl's mother, a nurse, discovers her baby alive, they enter into a deal that forces them both down a dark path of no return. All right, so Burp, Rebirth. Um, this is in theaters right now. I do believe it will eventually 
be going to Shudder. And it's from Shudder and Dive. Yes. So you probably, maybe hopefully in time for Halloween, we'll get uh, we'll get this. And it's dependent on Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so in this film we kind of follow the mom and who is uh, a nurse herself and the, the morgue technician who's played by I believe uh, Marin Ireland and this movie is it's not I can pitch it it's, it's heavily inspired by Frankenstein and Reanimator not in the tone of like Reanimator at all this is one if you're looking for a standard sort of zombie story you're going to be disappointed as far as blood and guts hitting the wall. This one is very, very sad. Not only sad, but what I liked about this one, it's very authentic. Uh, the detachment particularly, which I've seen in the medical field and uh, Marin Ireland's uh, character, it just felt real. It just felt real to me. It's like very spectrum. Yeah, very much so. And, the mom, the way she was kind of, uh, you know, dealing with this loss of her child. You know, we've, we've had similar horror movies with stories like this. But I don't know. This one hit me. It just felt there was no lack of believability when the mother was like, I'm staying here. And like, I believe like, because there's yeah. some things you're like, well, why did she let her come here? Why did she? But like, it's 100 percent like, OK, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very believable. And I. I felt bad. I mean, I, I, they didn't overplay it. They kind of had it just right. And man, I felt bad for that mom. And again, if you're looking for a gore film, it does have gore. And the fact that it is more realistic, I think it hits a little bit harder. But it's not like people being ripped apart gore. Uh, so I, I do feel like some of you might not get what you're seeking out of this but if you want more of a horror drama uh this is one of the better ones i've seen recently although we did have the dead ringers uh tv series which i think did a good job but this this had a very real portrayal of people in this line of work i can only imagine working in a morgue you do kind of have to have that detachment and there is a little bit of dark humor, though. I will say this. There is a bathroom scene, I'll just say, that was pretty funny and random towards the beginning. Uh, but for the most part, this is feel-bad horror, and I love it. So, so uh, yeah, I had a really good time with this one. Uh, I know there were. I could see a few people that were in the theater with us were not totally happy at the end. I think they were expecting more razzle-dazzle in the finale, and they may not they may not get that. Like I said, it's just not that kind of movie, but but I really dug it. And uh, Mike talking about some some lingo and uh, some hood lingo in the chat. From Liverpool. Hayden, Hayden is back. Uh, I don't know if he's streaming again yet, but Hayden has popped up lately. All right. So we'll go ahead and rate this one. If, uh, Todd, do you have anything else to say? 
Um, well, I didn't really say anything. Go for it. Um, no, yeah, this one I, I, I loved it too. Uh, you know, as a parent with a child the same size, same size, same age, it, it's kind of like that. That doesn't hurt. But I like that it wasn't because I'm over the anxiety horror. Uh-huh. I, I can just have anxiety without watching a fucking movie, <laughs> but like this, like the dark horror, I'm much more that. So, and this, everything about this, I love. I do think you're right, though. I, uh, I think it's not gonna hit. like. I know Kruger, you're gonna hear Reanimator and Frank is gonna be all about this. I'm really interested to see what you're gonna think about it when it hits Shutter. Yeah, I don't know, uh, Kruger. You might like it. It's just, I yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's not that. It's not the standard blood and guts thing with this one, um, but there are some gnarly effects. I don't want to say they're not there, and they might be a little more real, so maybe more upsetting depending what you're into. <clears throat> but all right, so let's go ahead and rate birth rebirth. Uh, I'm four stars. I love this book. I thought it was great. I'm four and a half. I really like. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so yeah, and I will say special shout out to all the actors, uh, Marissa Ireland, uh, Judy Reyes, uh, Brita Wool, who you might recognize from Mr. Mercedes. She plays, uh, the pregnant woman in this, not the mom, but, uh, she was really good. Uh, check this one out when it hits shutter. Uh, it, it very well could be on my top 10 list, but know what you're getting into, of course. Uh, all right. So, Todd, what shall we cover next? Uh, well, I figure let's hit the sci-fi one. It's a little more genre. All right. Bear with us again. Different setup. So, our next film, which uh, I think was, was this the last one we watched? No. Uh, well, we watched it yesterday, anyways. Yeah, uh, it is a landscape with invisible end from director Corey Finley uh, and uh, Tiffany Haddish stars in this one. And when occupying alien species, bureaucratic rule and advanced technology leaves most of Earth impoverished and unemployed. Two teenagers hatch a risky plan to ensure their family's future. All right. So, uh, so yeah, basically, in this film, we have uh, two, uh, I'm not sure how old they were, but two young teenagers. Two young teenagers who enter in, into a romance during this sort of post first contact society. And they, they're dealing with this world. Basically, these aliens have absorbed all the wealth. A lot of people are living, you know, a lot of privileged people are living uh, above on these floating cities. And, you know, like you'll have like a doctor, but the aliens are having them drive their cars and everything. So, so basically all of humanity is just in this, in the dumps. A very depressing, very very shitty world. Uh, the tone of this film, though, it I guess I would call it a sci-fi dramedy. Um, there's there's a lot of humor in it. There's uh, uh, a particularly funny bit where 
minor spoiler alert, somebody has to live with this alien as wife and husband. And it's try they're trying to basically learn what it means to be human. Uh, they're not particularly good at it. Tiffany Haddish is fantastic as always. Um, she's had a pretty solid run working on more dramatic films. She plays the mom of the boy uh, who they, to make money, they end up doing sort of this like reality dating show for the aliens to absorb. So basically they have these little, they call them nodes. So they're, you know, these chips so the aliens can just essentially watch human courtship rituals. And um, so they get really popular. They make a ton of money. They kind of become celebrities uh, with these aliens. But then their relationship, much because of having to become celebrities for these aliens, kind of goes on the rocks. And then the aliens are mad because, well, this isn't how love's supposed to be. What what they think of as love is 50s TV shows like Leave it to Beaver. So, you know, now they're starting to be nasty to each other and these aliens decide to sue them. So this kind of leads into the, the plot where they're trying to appease these aliens so the family, it's actually two families because her family moves in with them and there's... There's a lot going on in this film. Uh, definitely a satire. Uh, if you're expecting something like Paul or, you know, a comedy like that, that's not what this is. It's really hard to compare it to another feature. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's it has a similar storyline beats as other, like, I mean, the basic alien stuff. We've had, uh, you know, of course, V... Uh, you know, particularly the remake where the aliens kind of come as friends first and, you know, give humanity all this technology, which they do in this. Like, it's basically everybody essentially just bows down to the aliens because they, you know, they can provide food for them with this replicator technology and all these these really nice things. But at the same time, Earth is going down the drain. So there's a lot of political satire here, and uh, it it worked for me. I thought I was actually very engaged with this one. Um, it's kind of similar to the last movie, though. If you're looking for like a standard story, you might be disappointed. There's a lot. There's not. This one's not hard to understand. At least I don't think so. But yeah. Haddish is really good. Uh, it hit all the right emotional beats for me. I thought I really liked it. And I thought it ended well. And another one that not everybody's going to agree, though. How did it uh, fare for you, Todd? Uh, you know, it's funny. From the trailer, I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> I know, because I got burnt. Because it kind of had that similar, like, kind of feel. And I just mean tone-wise of something recently, like, Marcel Shell with shoes on. Just kind of quirky. You didn't like Marcel the show. I did, but I'm never going to watch it again, and that's not the type of picture I need every yeah. other year. But no, I did like that. It was just I, I kind of had that tone, and I was like, ah, whatever. But I mean, obviously, I was going to see it because that's what I. I thought you. Um, I thought you were going to say Wes Anderson. No, I didn't <laughs> have that look because I wouldn't have. I would have told you fuck off. <laughs> you really hate Wes Anderson. 
Holy shit. He's wasted more time of mine than any other director. And I watched all of Toby Hooper's older last few films. <laughs> I'd rather watch Uli Boyle or whatever fuck his name is. Uli Boyle. German oh. horrors. <laughs> the boil of the film industry. Um, like I really liked it. Yeah, I liked the weird and the quirkiness. It was it was different than like I said the Marshall. It was more of a sweet, you know, kind of quirky. This it doesn't have that. I mean, yeah. And but it, there was points I was getting frustrated because I was like, I know it's just a fantasy, but I would fucking have kicked that goddamn family out like fifty. I would have. So many times I wanted to beat their ass. Like, you ungrateful <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> but that was one. That was one thing I was trying. I kind of thought it was bullshit when their their relationship kind of fell apart, and I'm like, why do you still keep them at the house? That's then? exactly. That's like, get the fuck on, bitch. I mean, that's like if I break up with the girl and she's having money trouble. It's like, well, I'm sorry, or she breaks up with me. More likely, it's like. Sorry, but you don't get to stay in the house. Maybe if I broke up with her, I'd be more generous. Like, oh, you know, take a week. But you break up with me, get the fuck out immediately. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was bothering me too, but it's a nice artist life guy. I will say the father son relationship, I didn't understand at first. I thought it was, I thought they were lovers. <laughs> Really? Where'd you get that? I I just thought he was older than he was. Oh. Okay. No, and I was like, oh, okay. Because then he's like, don't you ever disrespect that? I, like, totally like, oh, okay. I thought, yeah, I thought that bit was kind of sad. Um, it It's, I don't know. This one I actually dug quite a bit. It's for a very specific audience. I don't want to compare this to Wes Anderson. It's not like that style of humor or anything but it is it's a quirky film um but there's still some some what the fuck kind of laughs in it too i thought tiffany haddish in bed with the alien i thought that was funny the wig gag and everything that you get in this yeah. one there's some good yeah. stuff in there like i mean that i think people are gonna laugh at yeah i think the weirdness is gonna overlay that but if you like you know art films and stuff like that and just different films it's definitely worth your time. I think it's worth checking out no matter what. But yeah, I can't say you're going to like it, but I think it's worth checking out. If you like sci-fi, and I'm not a big sci-fi guy. I like, I do though like some, but it just, it, it's weird. Um, but this is definitely one, like it is, it's a more, it's dramedy. It's, it's a little, it's a, there's a lot to it. Yeah. A lot of teenage. It doesn't spell everything out for you. You kind of have to, you know, okay, I see what he's feeling right now, uh, kind of thing. But yeah, I, I do. I recommend it to some of you. I don't know if Ghost, if you're watching, I could see you liking it. Um, this is actually, I think, the second or third like quirky alien movie we've had this year. Because we also had Asteroid City, which don't bother. But that's an alien movie. Asteroid City is an alien movie. Yes. Spoiler. It's not a spoiler. It's an alien movie. The aliens in the trailer. Oh, is it? I, I, to be yeah. honest, every time the trailer came on, I was like, oh, "You can't spoil asteroids." Let's go on with. So let's see what's going on. Every time the trailer came on, my phone was out. I did not give a fuck about Wes Anderson. 
Uh, he's no Paul. It's, it's a very Wes Anderson. Movie. I've seen a Wes Anderson movie. I don't never see him again. Yeah. And this time you got fucking Tom Hanks playing Bill Murray. It's very confusing. He's not playing Bill Murray. I don't know Shut where he got that. Shut the fuck up. You know that if they could have got Bill Murray, that was his role. Bill Murray, I think, is totally down. Bill Murray only does uh, quirky art house comedies nowadays. So I, I think he would have been down. Did you forget about Ghostbusters? Well, yeah, he finally did. But look at how long it took him to take that money. Uh, I swear he only did it probably because Dan Aykroyd just said, man, I could really uh, it's use. It's Harold Ramis. I think he yeah. finally did it for that. that. That's what my gut says. Yeah. They they might have guilted him into it, but yeah. Uh, so and it gave him that closure character, but that's a whole other conversation. Another show we haven't done a Ghostbusters show, maybe we will sometime. Uh, so guys, let's go ahead and rate this one. Um, I'm a three and a half, but again, don't look for just a straight up comedy. Like I said, this is not Paul. This is not you know anything like that. It's, but it's not, it doesn't go full Wes Anderson either. It's somewhere in between for me. I think we lost our stream. Why do you think so? Uh, we're back, I think. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of, like, yeah. Okay, we're okay. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and rate this one. I'm three and a half. I don't know if you caught that or not. What say you, Todd? I am a four. Four. All right. Sweet. Uh, yeah, but uh, just looking at the chat real quick as a special tease, S'mores and Doors coming back. Uh, and I know Corey has a very cool theatrical presentation for that. So, yes. Um <laughs> I'm uh, not going to pull that one up. Uh, so... <laughs> oh, you want to click that one? <laughs> no, not that one. All right. Moving on to our next. I was talking about the one they were putting this over. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How... Oh, trust me. I, I get to be asshole. No, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know a lot of people are coming back. Uh, we're about to hit a thousand episodes. We are about to hit a thousand episodes, and also thank you. Uh, I know we just recently surpassed eleven hundred subs, so thank you for that. As we grow, we always remember the OGs. Uh, so you helped get us here. We appreciate it very, very much. Uh, Cliff, looking for apartments. Is there even such a thing as cheap apartments? And in- you didn't say cheap. He actually said, Dan, are you looking for apartments for us in West I we can do that. I like I said, we'll see how things go with the club. Uh need to need to find a sugar mama. California's expensive. Well, we know someone who found one. But Dan, what do we got next? <laughs> ah, Todd. All right, Todd. Uh <laughs> next. I'll never see it. <laughs> I was going to say, he doesn't watch, so he doesn't care. All right. So up next, we've got Retribution from director Nimrod Antal. And this is the new Liam Neeson movie. 
Speaking of mainstream, unlike our others. <laughs> yes, yes. A little more mainstream, but it's a thriller. It's a psychological thriller, so it kind of fits. Yeah. Uh, so this follows a bank executive who receives a bomb threat while driving his children to school that his car will explode if they try and stop and get out. Uh, so, yeah, it's Liam Neeson. You kind of know exactly what this is. And Todd. I don't want. I just want to say. I hope this this takes off and becomes a hit, like Taken, so that we just get Liam Neeson trapped in a new, like, vehicle of some kind in each episode. Like he can get trapped on a roller coaster in Retribution too. There's a bomb underneath this roller coaster, which so has to keep going. Can you imagine that? I, all I know is as you're starting to talk, I was zoning out. Fuck you, Todd. And, I'm and, up with you, no, Hollywood. Is on strike, Todd. It's up to me to save Hollywood. Retribution three. We've got it. I got like one. I know. On I got a one. Shuttle to Mars. No, no, we're going the other way, Dan. We're going to have him leap back into his old Spielberg character, and we'll do the the chase in that uh, time frame. I'm trying not to be. Uh, okay. The black and white Steven Spielberg movie that he was the lead. In. Wow, Todd. Come on, Todd. My idea is better than that. God damn it. Retribution 2. Roller coaster. The entire film, the roller coaster doesn't stop. You've got Liam Neeson trying to like threaten the guy on the phone while he's like trapped upside down. There's unlimited possibilities. This is a multi-million dollar idea. Three, maybe not three. At some point we send it to like Mars and like the spaceship is got like a bomb on it that he has to locate and destroy. Uh because they're trying to fuck up first contact. Does does he does he have to hitch a ride on the in the Fast and Furious Mazda? <laughs> there you go. You could cross Fast and the Furious with this. This has got to be the new Liam Neeson. How? Wait, wait. I, we're all totally off right now. But how do we have we not got Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson and fucking any of the Fast? And, he seems like that's one they would have grabbed. You get random Helen Mirren and I mean, you got Brie fucking Larson, Brie Larson. in Fast and the Furious now, so. Yeah. Cardi B. It does sort of feel like Liam Neeson could be there. They got two movies left. <laughs> yeah, two more. I want to see Liam Neeson getting out of that car. Uh, did you ever see that Dana Delaney interview where she said, like, apparently, like, Liam Neeson has, like, a 17-inch dick? Like, legit? You didn't see that one? Liam Neeson was like laying pipe. I'm going to do it. Okay, Dan. We're not on Patreon. Well, I people can know about Liam Neeson. Dan, we're not on Patreon. If I say Dan, it's not on Patreon. All right. Or on Liam Neeson's member Patreon. Yeah, I'll give you a whole few hours. <laughs> or maybe 17. So you do it. Yeah. I would think they'd make you, I don't know. That's kind of like, I don't know, like you got to, don't they make dudes cover it up now? Like, what do they call that? A Merkin? A Merkin is actually a pubic beard, like a toupee. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. A... So that's the Merkin. I don't know. There's a name for something like, so the act dick doesn't have to be like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The coxing unit. Yeah. There is a... Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I know the Merkin, yes. I know that thing. Liam Neeson just like throwing it over David Delaney's shoulder and just, you know, 
being reckless with that thing. Okay, back to retribution. Dan. Back to retribution. Uh, so it's a Liam Neeson movie. You kind of know what to expect. I actually thought this was better than the last few I've seen. Uh, it's essentially speed. I mean, it's what it is, speed in the car. Um, there's a few. The, the little girl is kind of written to be unusually stupid. There's a few lines of dialogue that were like, I was like, uh, it's not the actress. It's just the, the character written to be kind of stupid. I hate to do this. It was a child. But then they are kind of. They're a little underdeveloped when it comes to their thought process. No, but like in that scene where it's like she hears that the, the whole divorced attorney thing, and it's like then she asks what that means. I'm like, you're not that. Dumb. I mean, you're like what? Yeah, no, Dan. I can't. My child didn't understood someone drowned, but didn't get the concept of drowning. Kids don't get it. Okay, well, I thought that kid was just no, kind of dumb. No, but that's okay. That's my opinion, and just the character. Uh, but I oh. think the kid was pretty much dead on how kids act today, and okay, yeah. I, I just I just think being with six year old, I actually feel bad for Liam Neeson because like he's trying to be nice, but these fucking kids won't stop looking at their phones in the car. I actually really thought that I'm telling you if that happened. Get off my lawn! No, it's true. Like it's like they just won't. Like at one point where he has to get the phones from them or the guy's going to blow up the car. And that kid was still fighting him for it. Well, yeah. You try to take away a kid's phone. Yeah, That's what they do. I tell you to give it to me. You give yeah. me the damn phone. When it's a teenager, yeah. No. I, I fought my child. Okay. For well. the phone when he was in high school. <laughs> I don't know. It's a parent. It annoys me. I don't know. But it's accurate. I'm just pointing out those things. It's accurate. But this is... Uh, it's not pretty much a non-stop chase. I mean, once you get into the car, it's non-stop suspense. If you like Liam Neeson, you're not going to be disappointed. It's it, This one's actually, in fact, a remake of... Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the, the original movie... Uh, I think it was called, uh, it was a Spanish film and it was called El Desconcido. Might be saying that wrong. I don't even think it's a particularly well-known movie, but it's a 2015 thriller from Spain. I haven't seen it, so I can't compare. But uh, it's, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I, I suspect it's probably pretty different. But there are twists and turns to this. I know. I think they got both of us. Were like, oh, we didn't see that coming. It was like, I didn't. Yeah, it's like it's kind of, kind of obvious, but not. In yeah. retrospect, it's like yeah, it's like how did we not catch that? Yeah, it. And also, we get MF Davids from Army of Darkness as his wife. Um, I didn't even recognize. Yeah, they both looked way too old to have like a young kid. Yeah, I, like I believe. And you know, it's not even Liam Neeson. What is Liam Neeson's older than my parents? I yeah, think. I he think was, he's like seventy. Well, my thing wasn't with him because I could totally believe he had a child that young. I guess it was her age, as at a certain point, women can't. I mean, technically, she could have adopted. They could have paid and had it done. So, with yeah. the money thing, they could still technically. So, it's not completely up, but but yeah. That's one thing that jumped out. She's too young to have a kid. 
Yeah, yeah. Him I could believe because what did Nick Van Dyke just have a kid? Dick Van Dyke is still laying pipe. Can you imagine Dick Van Dyke smashing? <laughs> like that's just so not wholesome. Like you just don't want to picture like Dick Van Dyke like sticking it in, you know? It's like it's just not natural. I would have I would have took it to Lori Petty. That is a Mary Tyler Moore reference if you don't know the Dick Oh, Van I Dyke thought though. you were going like Tank Girl. I would yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Um uh, so yeah, pretty much like speed. If you like speed, you'll enjoy this. Uh, I, you know what? I like the simplicity of a lot of Liam Neeson movies. Todd and I were talking in the car on the way home. Some of the better ones he's done. I like the walk among the tombstones quite a bit. I think that one was pretty good. Uh, run all night. He did that with Ed Harris. I like that quite a bit. Uh, Cold Pursuit. I think we both liked Cold yeah. Pursuit. He had that one from a couple months ago. Maybe it was six months ago at this point with uh, <laughs> uh, the, the film noir one, the Marlo. Marlo. I have Marlo. I don't think I've watched it, it It's yet. worth the while. I, you, you like film noirs, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm a film noir guy, and I've been meaning to get to it. Um, and uh, there's a lot of talk about Liam, Neeson, Liam Neeson's... Uh, aerosol can in the chat yeah oh 71 okay yeah now hold she that's my question i'm looking it up you know what dick van dyke uh, cliff said he doesn't have a new child but um, i mean it's probably within the last decade or so there's someone but. else yeah she's 58 with an eight-year-old nah, probably a six-year-old so she had a kid in 52 is what i'm supposed to believe I had a neighbor <laughs> that like 49 when she delivered. I mean, it's it's possible. It's just they look like a very old couple to have a young kid. I mean, the the, kid, the the boy was probably like 18 most, but. Hey, but I give him props. Only an 11 year gap. There you go. There you go. Yeah, it, it is funny because, like, at least they went with like an age appropriate wife. Unlike like some of these uh, direct-to-video Seagal movies, there was one where I swear to God his girlfriend in that movie was like 19. I, I have to argue with you, Dan, though. I don't think this was an age-appropriate wife from my firm because he had too much money, so she was way too... <laughs> should have oh. had a younger model if it would be a real. <laughs> Who do we put Liam Neeson with? And uh, Liam Neeson and Jenna Ortega in <laughs> Retribution Two. Well, I wasn't going that crazy. I mean, geez. Well, there you go, Todd. He's a he's a fucking multimillionaire. We're gonna get Liam Neeson and Wednesday Adams in Retribution Two. Well, if he had a couple of rocks, we know he could get right, Cliff. So, <laughs> so baby, shut up, Todd. So and shut up, you two, Cliff. God damn it. Throwing me off. Yeah. So basically, Retribution 3, Liam Neeson goes to Mars. He's taking his new children that he had with Jenna Ortega on the first man, like vacation trip to Mars. And then like terrorists like put a bomb on the shuttlecraft. So there you go. I booked I booked it. Put Jenna Ortega on there. You bring in all of the, the younger fans. Liam Neeson brings on all the old white guys. And you have 
a billion dollar movie, Todd. We've just booked it. We've just booked it. Well, the AIs are already working on it. <laughs> uh, Mike, I don't think, I think in most of the Liam Neeson stuff I've seen, I don't think they try and pass him off as American. I think he just kind of, I mean, he doesn't, I guess he holds it back a little, but then again, shit, he's been living in America now since like the early 80s, probably. So, I mean, you know, sometimes you lose a little bit of that. I don't know. Gerard Butler, I notice in most of his stuff, they'll just drop a line about, you know, his Scottish heritage or something. And that's all you need to explain that away. Uh, But I will say, if you've enjoyed his recent stuff, this is among the better movies. Like I said, A Walk Among the Tombstones. I would consider The Gray to be maybe my favorite Liam Neeson movie. My favorite Liam Neeson like action thriller movie at the say, very you least. Yeah, Schindler's List. That's a personal. Yeah, that's true. But but the gray as far as like his action thriller stuff, I think is fantastic. So I put that number one. A Walk Among the Tombstones is really good. I like to run all night. Uh, but I know you're a big A team guy. <laughs> you know what? I didn't particularly like A team, but I didn't think it was awful either. One of those movies where. People were shitting on it, and I'd probably watch A-Team again before I'd watch any Fast and the Furious movie now. I think it's more entertaining than that from my memories, but I don't know. His I, last mainstream film was 2019. Which, say that again? His last big, like, mainstream film was 2019. Oh, okay. okay. Which would be Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Just had to get it. This is a lot better than that shit. I don't know. He got a pretty big pop, though, Dan. (laughs) But anyways, so you can see Liam Neeson and his age-appropriate wife, Jenna Ortega, in Retribution 3, Escape from Mars. But for now, the original Retribution, what do we give it, Todd? What do you give it? Man, fun factor, it's high. Um, And I don't want to get too... I'm going to give it a very generous... Again, this is off my four out of five. Four is a little bit high, but I was I was I was entertained by it. It delivers everything you could expect from the trailer. I'm three and a half. Yeah, I, like I said, yeah. I was out of my. I, apparently, I'm a half above you on everything tonight. Yeah, there's some dumb moments, but not like it doesn't overdo it. That's my issue with with like I said, the Fast and the Furious stuff. Now, I I don't know. Liam Neeson in space makes more sense to me than. Uh, Ben Diesel and Tyrese in space. I don't know. So fair enough. Hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll make we'll be, we'll get that. Hopefully this will do really well. Go support it at the theater while you're still getting new movies because that's not going to last much longer. But we're going to get a, quite a few more lame. lame, lame I, I was going to say I feel like you won't notice the loss of Liam Neeson movies. When the strike catches up to everything, but see, I, I admit I like this now because we're getting mid-budget pictures back in theaters. We are, and they were pretty much dead. You either had no budget or, or three hundred million dollars, exactly. And <laughs> the death of the mid-budget picture, where people could take chances, going away, is what's killed the creativity in Hollywood. Either a fucking superhero movie, or you're trying yeah. to scrape a budget, you know. 
of a million bucks. Yeah, I, I have a lot of empathy for the people that are suffering because of the strikes right now. Obviously, the people at the bottom are hurting really bad. Uh, but I can bring the back. More mid-budget movies like this need to happen. Like back in the day when I was a kid, Jean-Claude Van Damme had a movie out. I was just going. It didn't take much to sell me. Van Damme action movie. I'm going to see it. We need more of that. And uh, before we get into our very special main event movie, just to say hello, Barney, welcome. How long is the strike going to last? Well, Todd, uh, you might follow it even closer, but no sign of it stopping anytime soon. Well, right? but we do have that big ruling where a judge or had already, you know, this is good for the strike. Yeah. Basically, AI art is non-copy protectable. So if the studios want to make AI movies, they put $300 million into it, they don't own the fucking script. So I don't see any of the studios doing that. So that's a good thing. Now, so now that they need people, strike it in. Now I got to ask you, because like, I was getting ready for the trip and everything, so I only heard like the cliff notes. I took art to mean like AI created like graphics. Well, that's the thing. AI created art includes stories. So is that confirmed? That's no. But even if it even even if it isn't, it sets the precedent. And the word art is going to be hard. Then they're going to you're going to have studios trying to argue that it's not art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fast and the Furious. As much as I hate it, there's an art of making that movie, putting it, and I don't hate Fast and the Furious. Well, hey, you movie. can't say what. So, I mean, unless you're the federal government, yeah, then they are fucking. <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm happy to hear that though. Yeah, I, I do feel AI is just pulling from other people, anyways. So it's kind of like, well, I don't know. I can see a case there. I'm and, not anti AI either. Like, there's some useful stuff you can do with it, but sure. Yeah. I I want to. It's the same thing with a book, movie, whatever. Like I'm paying to enter somebody, another human being's imagination. Well, you might be paying to enter somebody too. We're but we're we're not on Patreon. Yes. I watch a movie. I I am inside. Or that the is the filmmaker. greatest setup for next movie you've ever done. I'm just saying. Like I read a book. I'm inside the author. I am. Balls deep in that author. And Dan loves him some Stephen King. <laughs> I, been balls deep in Stephen King many times. Not going to lie. Uh, as we're about to have the one review, I got to say. Thanks, Dan. You enter Stephen King when you read his book. Yeah. <laughs> well, 45 minutes. So anyways. Yeah. That's what you do. You're paying to enter them. Okay. Let's. let's... All right. <laughs> Well, this is a good segue for the last movie, isn't it, Todd? That's what I just said. <laughs> From writer-director Christopher Fox, Rub. Now, this one kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm really eager to talk about it. So, Rub, meet Neil. He's lonely, gets bullied at work, and is unlucky in love. At the suggestion of a co-worker, he decides to go to a massage parlor, and in the process, his life changes in ways he would have never imagined as a, uh, I feel like I need to add a little bit to that, as a shootout goes down and he finds himself on the run with his 
Massage therapist. Is that good, Todd? Give them enough there. Yeah, I was, I was producing. Oh, that's okay. What up, Chris, in the chat? Uh, later, Mike. Thanks for with us yeah. there in Liverpool. So, love. Uh, this was pretty crazy. I, I think we just noticed the cover art. I wasn't sure what the hell this was. I wasn't oh, that. Was the, this was the screen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, okay, screener. Sorry. I can't keep it straight. But that's how we just go. Didn't it. know exactly what this was. You know, I was looking at it. I was like, oh, not yeah, sure. The title he was on. Uh, I have to say, this one was a surprise. It's really, really good. Uh, we kind of, you compared it uh, a little bit to like Edmonds. Yes. Which is one of my all time favorite Stuart Gordon films. One of his best. I'll put that over a million times on this show. If you haven't watched Edmonds. Fucking watch Edmund. The stuff that Stuart Gordon, some of it at the, the end of his career and life, was unbelievably awesome. Stuck is a really good one. Uh, but Edmund with William H. Macy is a five-star movie as far as I'm concerned. I love Edmund. So it kind of had that vibe a little bit. Uh, you know, this guy is basically a dork who's never had any kind of real human interaction he's not good at it uh they we get some flashbacks that kind of explain how he is the way he is um this one's kind of tough i mean it's definitely a thriller it has it's a dark comedy at the same time it's a series of unfortunate events yeah yeah Night and that's why I pitched it to Ozzy when I was talking to him once. Yeah, it's the night that just keeps escalating and escalating. Yes, a lot of bad decisions made, uh, and things just kind of keep getting worse and worse. Uh, we've got th there is some like ridiculous shit in here though, too. Like the, the one heavy that looks like Nunzio. Uh, he's like four foot eleven, yet still scary. Like another, yeah, yeah. The heavies I thought were like, I was like, I don't know if I'm sending somebody to like go beat somebody's ass. I don't think that we don't send Dan to do it. We send crew. I'm I'm terrifying, Todd. I'm a very terrifying. I'm nice on the show, but you don't want to see my dark side. So, yes. But anyways, I I laughed my ass off uh, at the beginning. The guy just wanted a rub and tug, and now he's on this road trip of, of shit, basically. Uh, and the good actor, Micah Sprayer, he, he's like a dead ringer for, like, Nicholas Holt. Um, really? I know you, you compared him to somebody else. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember oh, who. Um, 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 from uh, Paul Shear. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this is a very well put together film. It's low budget. They don't feel it at all. Like, I, I very gladly would have gone and watched this in a theater. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah, I don't know if it had any theatrical play anywhere. I, I, I believe that it does very little. Uh, okay. We weren't able to. Yeah, we weren't able. I would have loved to. And uh, Jennifer Figueroa. Figu Figu Figueroa might be saying that name wrong. 
But she's fantastic as Perla Figaro. Figaro, the uh, massage therapist. I thought she was really good. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, There is some steaming scenes in here. Um, And I I thought she was just fantastic. Very sympathetic. Um, And as I stated, Christopher Fox is a fan of big, beautiful women. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to acronym. <laughs> That's fine. You may not know. You're right. I didn't even think about it. I don't know. Mike might not know what a BBW is. Or BBW is a thing in Liverpool. He'll have to listen to this back later and let us know if it's a thing. I don't know. That's American slang, Todd. I don't think I've ever heard it in the UK. Uh, Barney's a fan of Edmund. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite putting this at Edmund tier. Don't get me wrong, but it is a really good watch. I, see, I fucking loved it. I mean, yeah, it is like I said. It, it just escalates and escalates. Mm-hmm. And I was never, I like never was bored. I was engrossed the whole, engaged the whole movie. Um, beginning to end, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I suspect that when we do our year-end show, this one's going to be quite I, I'm already trying to figure out how, how this is going to work. Because it technically, we're, this is a problem we will figure out as we get closer. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe if you don't count it as a... But we'll figure all this out. Yeah. Uh, but I got to get to... how much we like it if we're already talking about that. Yeah, it's one that I think a lot of people are going to kind of I fear might overlook because it doesn't fit into a specific genre exactly. And yeah, this sounds like the kind of movie in the two thousands get, like like yeah. the post Tarantino would. It'd be a good double with something like Go. Yeah, I don't know if there's that's any- another post Tarantino film that's really just taking his elements and making it like that one's you know a different yeah one. yeah but that post like two days in the valley all those films from that like post there like really heavily influenced it fits right in with those so if you like those you think yeah it's one to check out yeah the the uh, mostly unknown cast and everything i hope people will discover this this little indie gem i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun and like i said i it was just something that no idea what I'm getting. It's one of those pleasant surprises you would have when you'd go to the video store back in the day uh, or just flip on HBO and just take a chance on something random that was playing. And uh, and it's currently yeah. available on digital, so you can rent it, um, purchase it. I, I, I recommend it. Yeah, I, I hope it gets a physical release at some point. I don't have any news on that as of now because I do want to check it out, but but yeah, double it up with Go. I think that's a good one to double it up with. Or even something like Freeway. See, I went with Two Days in the Valley. That's the one that jumps Oh, out. Two Days in the Valley, yeah. I haven't watched that in a while. I, you know, I've, I've got the urge. We may have to do that. Yeah, I feel like that's due a new... But you know, we're in like, California. I mean, it's a perfect time for you to watch it. You're in yeah. California. It's the Valley. This is the type of movie we should make for Flesh Wound Features. Like, I feel like... Just something that doesn't even fit in a genre. It's just like the Flesh Wound Road Trip movie. <laughs> I, I like a road trip movie too. Yeah, I like road trip movies as well. This one, this one works with me. Uh, so, with that being said, Todd, what do you rate it? Oh, you're gonna ask me first. You know what I'm gonna get. 
It, I'm not even. That's oh, fine. I'm you fucking fine. I love this movie. I know you loved it. Five I'm not stars. See it, rent it. I loved it. I'm not quite there. I'm a four, but I will be picking this up. I loved it. I had a I had a blast. It was different. It caught me off guard. So now, yes, for those of our Patreons, this discussion will once fun tickets. We have a we have we need a judgment, and we will have more conversation about yes. this film and Liam Neeson's penis and his penis. Yes. On Patreon. It only starts at a dollar. And Jenny Ortega, right? <laughs> and Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Yes. Jenna Ortega uh, discovering Liam Neeson's massive... Okay. Yes. On Patreon. On Patreon. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you'll get more of the, the stuff we can't talk about on YouTube on Patreon. So, patreon.com slash flesh wound features. Once again, all starts at just a buck. And if you're not on it and it is free, get on our Discord. Discord is uh, the links always in the videos, in the comment section. And uh, that costs you nothing. And you'll never miss. We post a lot of food-related stuff in there. Uh, I've been trying to, like, we've been eating a lot of really awesome food out here. So I've been trying to drop. Have you been posting it in the Discord? I haven't been on since you've been <laughs> I have tried to post some stuff in the Discord. Uh, Got to put it on Instagram too, Dan. I have. I, you know what? I'm on Instagram now, and I still have trouble. Okay, well, I'll, I'll help you out. <laughs> I know how to post like a photo, and I can even put music to it. I saw that. I was actually really impressed. Dan. I figured that out all by your own. Yes, all by myself. I'm a tech genius. Huh? What can I say? Figuring out the Instagram and uh, Discord. I'm like on pretty much everything now. I'm not on TikTok. I don't intend to do that. You're not on Threads. You're not on. I Threads felt like it was a thing for like a week. Oh, it did. It, it, it did. I, I mean, I'm not saying I won't join Threads. It's just that we, just... we post on there to share our show. Yeah, we so are on Threads too. So if you're a Threads fan, Thread Slasher X X. I'm just gonna call it Twitter. Well, if you look at our end graphic, it says X, formerly Twitter. I know, but... I'm that's... not going to be the asshole still calling it WWEF. I even fucked it up. <laughs> that took me a while. I get it. But... That took me a while. How just... long did it take for all of you to finally let it go and call it a PLE? God, I was fighting. That was like a day one fight. Yeah, uh, it's a pay-per-view. But it's not... still a pay-per-view. It's not, Dan. By definition, you pay-per-view. You're not peacock, you don't. It's stream. I'm gonna destroy your argument because okay. it still is a pay-per-view in some areas. Well, in the in those, but it still is, so I can still but, call it that. No, but it's not. It's it's not a pay-per-view here. It is. It's not. You don't pay-per-view. There are people who still have to pay for the WWE pay-per-views and drop their fifty bucks or whatever it is. It's true. You can still order it traditionally pay-per-view. I thought it was just the big four now. That's possible. I'm not sure, and I and I think it's actually down to WrestleMania now. So I and I'll, I'll if you can true, confirm in the comments, but I'm pretty sure it's down. If it's to, more recent, that's entirely possible. Because I, I, I could have swore you you can't order like because they literally are PLEs now. They're not pay per views. I mean, even the structure is it's an episode of Raw. I mean, yeah. other than like the big ones, they're, they're, it, what's the difference between a fucking PLE 
or pay-per-view now or and raw we can fight about this more on patreon i know i try feeling them uh, rest in peace terry funk and bray wyatt we'll probably talk about that more yeah we're waiting for as well we're pitching Liam Neeson stuff in the Discord right now. So <laughs> give us your best, whether it's Discord or in the comments of this video, give us your best Liam Neeson pitch, and we'll read it on the next video. Any Liam Neeson movie pitch. The next drop Patreon. It. The next Patreon, because okay, yeah, I whatever. know some of our listeners' minds. Patreon. All right, Patreon. But drop it in the comments. We and will we read will, it. We will also accept all our fan fiction starring Dan There's a lot of flesh food Dan erotic fan fiction out there. There's a lot Cliff, of it. I would like to read yours. Please get it in ASAP. I wrote some great ones at the end for Isabel. Uh, I want to hear Cliff's <laughs> Well, there you go. You drop it in the drop it in the comments. We'll make it happen. You can do that. You can do Liam Neeson, Jenna, or Taylor erotic fan fiction. You know, Dan's got a notebook of that already. You think she like surprises him by hiding under the bed naked? Probably. It's like the taken thing. Liam Neeson gets all horned up and like is like threatening her on the phone. It's like I have a particular set of skills, and I'm going to use them on that sweet ass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Todd. It happens. On that note, trying to keep us clean. That's uh, not yeah. that bad. We uh, we can have our our, our account backed up. Then I will. So, guys, we'll leave you with that with that thought. Drop your Liam Neeson pitches in the comments of this video. We'll read them on Patreon. And uh, we'll we'll see you soon. When do we see you next? I mean, we might have unscheduled stuff. Like we I, might, said. We, I think we'll be here. We'll at least go live for a little bit tomorrow. Maybe we'll do something garage. Tomorrow. I don't know. Okay. You know, we'll go live from the car for sure tomorrow. All right. You keep an eye out for live videos tomorrow. Early with, afternoon. Early afternoon with Pug. And hey, we may get an Aussie run. An Aussie V running. Ooh-ah. Exactly. We will. Uh, yes, it's I, not a replacement for Kruger because we much of we have an extra seat. We'll allow. Damn, all. you're shit talking, Ozzy man. We'd rather have Kruger. <laughs> we got to get everybody here. Well, we got two more seats in the car, so there you go. There you go. So you get some. Who the hell knows where we might go live from? Definitely gonna see the hat busting a move on the dance floor. We got to make that happen. Uh, if you're allowed to, it depends. I don't know, clubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, know. yeah. I mean, I know formal clubs you can, I think, so. What the fuck do you think we're going to? The goddamn zoo? I did say that, Todd. You, sometimes it's rude. Yeah, at the strip club. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that at the strip club, but we can do it at the normal club. Yeah. But... Oh, Cliff says uh, free, uh, William Friedkin Sorcerer is playing at the Arrow in Santa Monica September 1st. I do not. <laughs> uh, Todd's not an Arrow fan. That's where we get to find marathon with Chris. I'm not. I'm. What not, What do you hate about? It? Why do you hate it so much, Todd? Because they're the seats. I will say I'm a little bit spoiled now. Okay, I'll tell you like this: the seats we set in yesterday are big seats compared to the ones 
yeah. So that's like my thing. And there's no armor. It's tough when you got two like big, tall dudes together. We already got to deal with fucking Reed Kill for Love. I was looking at the pictures. So as long as we get it in, we're fine. Okay. Or we're going to get there early. Yeah, we'll be there early. Oh, yeah. We Kill for Love premiere uh, August 31st, I believe. So we'll be going live. Yeah. Yeah. So who the hell knows? Follow uh, We Kill for Love on Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. I don't think their Twitter was up, or maybe they changed the name. I'm not a big Twitter guy, so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, check them out on Facebook. You know, when I talked to him, he was like, "Yeah, follow." And that's where all the announcements. Yeah, we'll be there. Chip Minorski. Who else have they announced? Minorski, the big one. I probably Andrew Stevens. I he has not been announced. Okay. I know he's supposedly heavily featured. Uh, Fred and Ray, I can't imagine. Well, I know those two watch it together, but does Fred still live out here? I don't I... know if he's in Northern California, so I'm not sure. I but... think he does. Unless he went back to Florida, but I, I'm pretty sure Fred and Ray still is in California somewhere. Uh, but yeah. We'll be there. Very excited for that. Our most popular shows tend to be the erotic thriller stuff, so made sense that we would be there. Tom Lazarus, Rodman Flinder. Oh, okay. Nancy O'Brien, Amy Lindsay. Athena Macy, for you Corman fans, she's going to be there. You already mentioned Jim Wernowski. Yeah. You said that one. I'm excited to see Athena Macy. Like, I don't think I've ever really seen her at a convention or anything. Yeah, so that's who's been announced thus far. All right. Most importantly, Flesh Room Features. Flesh Room Features will be there. Exactly. Uh, So, on that note, guys, stay tuned for a lot of cool shit. Somatic Expeditions, I believe, as well, which will be fun, or Garage Expeditions. Um, Close enough. Close enough. Undisclosed. Area expeditions. Yes, yes. They don't need to know where we're going. (laughs) All right, guys. Good night, and we'll see you tomorrow sometime. All right. Later. Good night. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 